everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday. This is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And every day we get together about this same time, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, try to guide everybody and get ourselves involved as well so we can all just go down the trail and head back to the window. So, Scott, how'd your Tuesday or how'd your Monday go? Do you all right? Yeah, overall went well. Only had one play. I had the Avalanche uh, to win. Never doubt. Wasn't easy, but they got it done, and Edmonton can go home. See you, Mike Smith. See you, everybody else. I'm going to miss that guy. Had a lot of money betting against him. It was a great time. Yep, yep. I had the uh, I had the Red Sox for my play of the day. They got home, and that was about the only thing I got right about that game as the uh, total stayed under, and... Our our play shot the fucking uh, shot craps as Red Sox just couldn't get much going against Syndicard, but luckily the Angels got nothing going against Michael Waka Waka. So three hit shutout, buddy. Not bad. Yeah, he was nails. He, he was a game shutout too. A, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, that's the only way it's a shutout, man. Well, I'm just saying it's pretty rare for a guy, especially Waka's age at this point, Correct. to go 105 pitches. Other, well, 105 is fine. You know, I think that's that's fine. You know, you, otherwise you would say he pitched seven shutout innings. But if you say he had a shutout, it implies he went yeah. nine. G money in the hizzy. What's up, G? Ryan Page here. Ryan Page doing the double ditter, doing the double header today. Uh, what's up, Tim? Tim's going to be joining us here in a little while. In about 15 minutes, he's going to talk a little college baseball as the super regionals gets going. I'm super excited about that. We'll uh, we'll find out why um, the Pirates of Eastern Carolina are going to win the national championship this year. Brandon Kubas uh, said the Padres Mets overcash. Yes, it did. James Mount's in the house. What's up? Dano's around. I had to be greedy and uh, took the puck line yesterday. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, we saw it that way, too. We, we didn't think that uh, the Edmonton Oilers... We're going to be able to put up that many goals. Scott, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, but I didn't care in the end because I made money. So <laughs> Very it worked nice. out. I said the only chance Edmonton had of winning was if uh, Francois was off his game. And he was okay. You know, I can't say that he was awful, awful, but he could have been better. But Smith was uh, not very good at various points in the game, and that was the story. He was Smith-like, man. Um, Xavier Oliver in the house. You know, if we have Xavier Oliver together with Big X, you know what we have there, Scott? X squared? We have X-Men. We have oh. X-Men. That's what we have. Uh, 25 minutes in its nil-nil in Munich. Who's playing in Munich? I'm, uh, I'm assuming Germany Bayern and somebody. What? Germany against England. Oh, oh, there you go. Magellan in the house. What's up, Magellan? Good to see you. Bryce Moltane is uh, here. Always a pleasure to have Bryce around. So yeah, let's uh, let's get rolling, Scott. We want to remind everybody before we do. Less than a week now, man. Less than a week. You guys got to get over to Max Wagers Network on the YouTube side. Get subscribed if you haven't done it. It's really really happening this time. You know, eventually, even though the kid said it a bunch, the wolf eventually got there. That's the moral of the story. And it's not about the fucking false alarm. The moral of the story is the fucking wolf showed up. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, next Monday, Wolf's going to be here. We're going to be Max Wagers Network exclusively for these live shows, so make sure you get over there and check that out. Check out all the other great content at Max Wagers Network. You know the drill. Midday Money, Sean Higgs at noon. Allie Burns, 1 o'clock, giving everybody morning wood. Me and Chris taking away that morning wood at 2 o'clock as we do just parlays. Scott and I are doing our thing here. 
at 3 p.m. back to the window with Scott Scott. And, of course, you got Sean Miller talking about soccer from around the world at 4. 5 o'clock brings Tim Earl, Nick Earl, and Detroit Lenny as they make those game-time decisions. They make that game-time decision. So, uh, Rangers goalie, you know, over 32 and a half. Just Eric and Igor has been pummeled. Pummeled, especially on the road. Scott, anything change in that game tonight? Anything make you shy away from that 32 and a half? No. I would have been my ploy today, but they didn't have save props uh, in until, I'd say, 1 o'clock or so. So I ended up going with baseball instead. But James, by the yeah. way, I'd be much more troubled if that statement were not true. So go ahead, Scott. Yeah, for me, I'm still going over. Tampa's still in a spot where they don't want to go down 3-1. The Rangers, we know, are content to get outshot by 15 every game as long as they have a shot to win it. And Igor is Igor. So, yeah, I don't exactly expect him to get benched for Georgiev at any point in this game. So he should be able to face a bunch of shots. I believe he faced 50 last game or 51 yeah i think 51 i think is the correct number so yeah i think he'll get a little bit less but still a decent amount tampa's got to keep the aggression up i expect that to be the case and we know the rangers have really not been that great on the road so tampa should end up controlling the tempo i think i'll end up with 35 yeah i think that's i think that's a safe number for sure that's that's exactly what he's averaged so far in the first three games so uh yeah there's that of course don't forget to like Hit that, hit that, hit that thumbs up while you guys are sitting there. We appreciate the effort. It means more to us than I could possibly tell you. So if you have an extra second, do it, do it, do it for us. Thanks very much, guys. And of course, we want you to check out the great deal that we've got going on with the fine folks over there at Caesar. Still happening, Scott. Don't know how long it's going to happen. Wolf, Wolf. Nope, Wolf's not there yet, but someday it will be, and so it's going to go away. But for right now. You can still use the code ATS wins Caesar ATS WINS CZR. That'll get you eleven hundred dollars bet insurance on your first play. Make your first play your best play. You want to load up on that over thirty-two and a half tonight? This is the time to do it. If you've never made a bet with Caesar before, what are you waiting for? They got JB Smooth. Uh, they got Halle Berry. Get yourself get yourself in there. Get a piece of that Caesar's pie. And put the code in. Link to the actual page is in our description for the video as well. And you know how it works. 1100 bucks first bet. If you lose it, Caesars makes it good. It's as simple as that. It doesn't have to be 1100 If you're not, you want to put a grand in, you want to put 500 in, they'll match you, whatever it is, that first bet. Check it out over there at Caesars. All right, buddy. A lot of things going on yesterday. Before we get Tim Earl. On the uh, on the blower, as uh, as my dad used to say, I'll be on the blower. So I've never heard of that in my life. Never. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's from like the navy. I think that's what they used to call the uh, like the ship to ship, like the blower. I could be. I could be wrong. I think that's. I think that's true. I I like how you're trying to appease the younger demographic by using the term blower. <laughs> yeah. Way to help. Way to help out. You know. Yeah, I always like to use those terms that were relevant in World War II. Uh, by the way, Scott, I did not say anything about yesterday being D-Day, the anniversary of D-Day, which was uh, one of probably the most uh, one of the most important days in American history goes as far as uh, war. So hats off to all of you, your grandfathers, your dads. If uh, God love you if we got any uh, D-Day survivors listening to the show, but what a hell of a deal! You talk about you talk about an underdog. <laughs> you talk, what, what was what was the what was what were the Allied troops on D Day, Scott? What do you think? Plus, plus great question. Plus one forty. 
Yeah, why not? Okay. All right. Well, they overcame the, the live. The live betting was a circus. You know? <laughs> yes. But, yes. The live betting was tough to get good reports. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't make light of it. Hell of a sacrifice. But appreciate everybody there on D-Day. So, with that being said, let's find out what happened yesterday, man. Who were the... Uh, there was some good news. There was some bad news. There were some mixed bags. But uh, the worst of it we have reserved for this segment right here. Let's find out who had to pull out the flip phone. Dial 911. Get the cops on the line. I wonder how long that would go on. I don't I don't even know how long that lasts, but uh, <laughs> Hey, how about those Astros? You they played so badly you think I would have bet on them. Team total over four and a half. They put up four in the first two innings. Hey, I've heard this song before. How many did they finish with, Scott? Uh, four. That's right. That's right. Four in the first two innings. Not a one for the last seven. Congratulations, Astros. You've disappointed me once again. And now I have to call the cops. And looking at college baseball, if you had Michigan plus one and a half against Louisville, they led nine to seven in the eighth inning. Two outs for Louisville. Controversial call at second base. They called the guy safe. It looked like the review would have had him out. They called him safe, and Louisville, instead of going to the ninth, down two, stayed up to bat, scored four runs, and Michigan lost 11-9. to Little bit of bad umpiring in the College World Series, Scott. Little bit. Finally, if you had the Reds minus one and a half against the D-backs, oh man, we, <laughs> we've talked about this before. This sucks so hard. They led seven zip in the seventh inning. Diamondbacks? Probably not going to mount that rally. You know who did rally in the seventh inning? Fucking Mother Nature, because that game, those guys opened up. The game was called due to rain. Seven innings, that's all you're going to get, kids. You got a total on that game? Cancel it. You got a run line bet on that game? That's no good. Get your money back in your account and call the cops. Not a fun time. I believe you had that experience with the Yankees and Royals earlier this season. Yep, I did. Now, I was kind of... Kind of got a little vindication because I had the over in that game. I had over nine and a half. So that would have been an uphill battle. The the odds say that I would have lost that bet, although I wouldn't have minded four swings at those two bullpens. But I will take my push in that ha- in that situation and be happy with it. So I got a little bit back for once, Scott. Yeah, it happens. All right, it does. Even even to uh, even the losers get lucky sometimes, Scott. That's what they say. So. There was some good news out there. There were some losers that got lucky, and there were some good players that got lucky. But uh, you know who you were, man? You were you were taking it easy on Monday night. You didn't have nothing to do because you were just kicked back, relaxing in the rocking chair. So the first one of you had the Blue Jays minus one and a half against the Royals. They led six to nothing after six innings. And they won eight to nothing. Right out of the fucking box, huh? Just just gotta club me over the head with it right out of the box. Okay. Terrific. I I'm surprised you didn't have money on Toronto yesterday. Uh I just yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mariners team total over three and a half against the Astros. No worries, my friend. Three in the first inning. And then you know how many scored they rested the other eight innings, Scott. You know how many we put up? They put up six more. They put up six more. No, it's not one of those stories. When, they put up four more. What's that? They put up four more. So they finished with seven. Yeah. Oh, four more. Oh, that's right. Three in the first. Yeah, four. Seven total. My bad. My bad. So, yeah, they got to seven. That's that's pretty much over three and a half. Congratulations. You're sitting in the rocking and, chair. And the last one, if you had the Red Sox and Angels under 
nine. You had one run in the second inning, and that was it. Game ended one nothing. Not my favorite segment, right there. That was not my that was not my favorite rocking chair segment. Not gonna lie. Um, so we did talk a little. We did talk a little hockey. That one of the series ended. We knew who one of the finalists is going to be for Lord Stanley's Cup. So um, let's find out, Scott. It was kind of a kind of a dramatic game, if you will, and kind of a kind of a fun game. Uh, unexpectedly, seeing some offense there from the Edmonton Oilers. But uh, there was one person that stands out. You had a ticket like Scott did on the Avalanche on the money line. Didn't matter when they won it, as long as they did. And this gentleman is held in high regard today by Mr. Reichel. Let's find out who it is, Scott. Who is the gambling hero of the day? Go ahead, sir. So we're going to go back to hockey. Of course, you had the avalanche against the Oilers, and we had overtime, which is something we have not seen that often, or at least as much as I hoped in the last couple of rounds. But the avalanche had a nice winner there about a minute and a half into overtime, thanks to forward Arturi Lankinen, who scored the game-winning goal to send his team to the Stanley Cup Finals. More importantly, Colorado is minus 130 on the money line, and he cashed a lot of bets for, I'm sure, a lot of people. Yep. Including me. Beautiful thing right there. Well done. Well done indeed. So, yeah, it was a uh, it was a fun day. Man, we got a uh, a lot of games with some serious serious money lines uh as we wait for we wait for Tim. Hey, Scott, who uh who do you like in a hockey game tonight? I'm going to go with Tampa. Okay. At the end of the day, the Rangers have been the let's just say the team that's the most well-known to go to game seven because they're three rounds in first two rounds game seven. So I'm expecting to see some type of war here. We know the Rangers on the road have not been great. They've been unbelievable at MSG. I believe they have the longest franchise home winning streak in the playoffs. So they've been really rolling at MSG, but on the road, not so much. And Tampa was in a spot where they needed to get a game. I thought they outplayed the Rangers pretty dramatically in game three. I know it was close. It almost went to overtime, but that's because you had Igor in net. But if you just watch the game, Tampa outshot them by about 20. Yep. So Tampa seemed to wake up and realize the gravity of the situation. The Rangers tried their best. The truth is without the power play, the Rangers really did nothing on the five on five. So if Tampa can just stay out of the box to some degree, or at least guard Zabinijad for once in their lives on the power play, then I'm not sure if the Rangers 5-on-5 is actually good enough to compete with Tampa's. So I like Tampa tonight. I'll go with Igor saves over, but I don't mind Tampa in regulation. At the end of the day, I think Igor is going to need to stand on his head again to keep this game close. Yep. I don't think he's going to. Give me Tampa 3-1. to one. Okay. Solid. You? Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Um, I, I might even put a few more goals in the bag for the Lightning. He's... Defense for the Rangers has just been non-existent. Igor, he just can't stand up. He just can't can't stand up to that constant barrage like that day after day. So uh, let's bring him on. You know him, you love him. You've seen him uh, every day here at five o'clock on the uh, game time decision with his brother Nick and Detroit Lenny. He also does his own thing with Earl Sports Bets. You might have checked that out as well as him and his brother put some fantastic picks together. It's the one, the only. It's Tim Earl. Everybody, what's up, Tim? Not much. Uh, very exciting weekend. So uh, 
Uh, lots of stuff going on, whether it's hockey, basketball, baseball, all that good stuff going on. So it's, it's a fun time right now. That's fantastic. You uh, being an Eastern Carolina University fan, you probably don't get a lot of joy in football or basketball. They, made a, basketball game. they made a bowl game last year. They Watch did. Yourself. They did make. Well, we made one. I mean, it, it didn't happen, but we made one. That's that's well, it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yes. we were supposed to play uh, Boston College, and then Boston College had an outbreak of COVID, and that game got canceled. Chicken shits, as if you ask me. That's what that's what they are, right there, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So I know. You're an East Carolina fan. They're yes. the they're the higher seed, the better seed against Texas. As Texas uh, comes to town, that is going to be there in Greenville, right? Yep. Now, are you yep. guys the same as Louisville, where you can't say Louisville? Is it is it Greenville or Greenville? Greenville. Okay. I, I say Greenville, but I, I I mean it could probably be pronounced any other other way. Because if you go to so, if you go I, to if you go to Louisville and say uh, it's good to be here in Louisville, they they fucking hate you. Oh well. So uh, we, we, we won't hate you in, in Greenville, North Carolina. Okay. At, at East Carolina, uh, I, ESPN. Thank you for finally getting that right. Um, but yeah, East Carolina and uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, I always love bragging on uh, on the freaking ESPN after they get them wrong. I share a little bit of that too, being from Kansas City, Missouri. There's a, uh, a big... Oh, it's not in Kansas? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of confusion. Yeah, they said something about that during... Uh, uh, there was oh, there was some type of Kansas City that or Kansas from Missouri whatever they said something about that I believe for like Kansas with the basketball or something right yeah K, KU of course is in in Kansas uh, the uh, sporting plays in Kansas sporting actually yeah. plays in Kansas City Kansas but everybody else plays in Missouri so all right so let's start talking about it let's talk about this Texas team versus East Carolina tell me why East Carolina will end up being in Omaha next week Tim because Texas chokes every time. Tim, is, is that is that a good answer? <laughs> I feel that's I mean, what Tim's going to say. Uh, well, yeah, they, they they don't have a good track record, but uh, to be honest, neither does East Carolina. Uh, East Carolina has made the most super regionals without making it to Omaha. So, but no, this, this East Carolina team is. I'm good. I, I mean, I'm biased. I have six different things on for them, but um, <laughs> it, this is a different team. Uh, they've won what 21 out of their last 22 games to end the year. And okay. their one loss was game three of the regional versus coastal. Um, th- this team is different. Uh, they went from being 24 and 18 to 42 and uh, 18 to end the year. And they avenged uh, that they... loss, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, An ugly loss on uh, on Sunday night and turned into a, a crushing win against them on uh. On Monday morning. What's so, been the biggest difference? Nice there. What's been the biggest difference this year, Tim? What's turned it around? Is it pitching? Is it hitting? Is it just everybody coming together at the same time? Some some transfer? Tell us tell us the, the history behind the success. Uh the offense just wasn't there in the beginning of the year. Uh beginning of the year when I was betting a lot, it was East Carolina and Unders. Because their pitching was solid, but their offense did nothing. Um now the offense is actually doing something. Uh, Agnos has woken up. I love Lane Hoover. He's been a fantastic piece. Um, he's doesn't hit for power, but he's fast and he gets on, uh, Worrell's turned it on. JJC's turned it on. There's been a, just a bunch of players that it, they, in this lineup has depth. Um, before it was the first couple of players, they were solid, but other than that, it's, it was like nothing. Uh, now they're dangerous throughout the entire lineup. Uh, they're putting wins together 
and uh, they play they play small ball. It's you walk, you you get on base somehow, base hit, you bunt them over, and then all of a sudden you got a guy on second with one out, and they're pretty good at getting the runners over and you know playing small ball, and it's fantastic to watch. Okay, but Very East Carolina good. definitely um, their pitching has definitely improved. Yeah, and that seems to be kind of a rarity in college ball um, for sure. Bronco Devil, by the way. Says his uh, brother lives in Louisville, or, or in Louisville, Colorado. Oh, they pronounce it Louisville in Colorado. God, okay. So, do they get out of here with a win? Do they do they take care of business against Texas? As Scott alluded I mean, to, Texas think, kind of under. I, I think so. Has a tendency to underachieve. They, Are you going to I, Omaha if they win? No, I'm not. Um, oh. I'm only going to be going. I can't. Um, I'm only going to be going to the first two games of the Supers because on. Uh, on that Sunday, we, we leave for Florida. We got a family trip to Disney, but uh, um, yeah, well, I'm go. going to at least the first two games, um, and then Omaha. I'll make sure I watch whenever I'm online and stuff. Um, I, w- I was ca- I was counting on taking you out for like beer and pierogies up in Omaha for the color for the College World Series, man. Uh, may- maybe next year. Next maybe year. Next year. Next year, as they become a perennial favorite there in Omaha at the World College World Series. All right, very good. So let's start with the ones that you. Uh, Probably won't be watching as intently, if that's fair to say, but I imagine keeping a pretty good eye on as well. Um, the prohibitive favorite in this tournament is the Tennessee Volunteers. They square off against the Golden Domers as Notre Dame comes to town. Any chance here, Tim? Uh, I, I'm going to say no. Um, Tennessee is is a powerhouse. Um, I don't. Th- I'll, I'll take the I'll take the bet saying that the field wins over Tennessee. Okay. Um, but I, I definitely think Tennessee makes it through Notre Dame, um, probably in a 2-0 fashion. I don't really yeah. foresee Notre Dame being close. They had a good year, but um, their regional wasn't the toughest. Uh, they took out Texas Tech twice, and they took out Georgia Southern, which got lucky to host a regional at the 16th seed. Um, so Georgia, uh, Notre Dame was the closest to hosting a regional without actually being able to host a regional. I think they were a good team. They had a good year. Um, I don't think I don't think they stopped Tennessee. And then the I main issue, that, yeah, I was I was going to say the main, issue with, the main issue I had with Notre Dame in the first couple of games was the offense. Even though they won, they beat Texas Tech three to two and two to one, and they beat Georgia Southern six to four. Uh, you're going to need to score a lot more runs to beat Tennessee. <laughs> Just going to throw Correct. that out there because Tennessee, Tennessee, we know, is the great bullpen. They have a great lineup as well. That's also why I'm kind of leaning towards East Carolina over Texas. I look at Texas's region, they beat Air Force twice and Louisiana Tech. Am I supposed to be impressed by that? No. So uh, Air Force Air Force had a good regional. I will say fine. that. Yeah. Um I did not have Texas getting out of that region, but obviously I took a bunch of plus money stabs at teams. I took LA Tech to to make it out of that region at like 450. Um did not happen, but um yeah, I was surprised that Air Force was the one that they had to play. And then once I found out it was Air Force, I'm like, oh, well, this one's over quick and ended up being a 9 nothing game. And that was the game that sent Texas to the Super Bowls. They, they didn't really have a tough trip at all. Well, I do want to ask, since you want to take the field over Tennessee to win the title, which is fair, I thought Tennessee was going to win at like plus, I forgot what they were, 350, I think, when the whole tournament started. I think if you had to think of one right. other team, besides maybe East Carolina, but one other team – that you think could pull off the upset and beat Tennessee. Is there one team that's kind of jumping off the page to you? Um, either Virginia Tech could be a very good option. Um, they've been dynamic all year. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the number four team in the nation. And then I don't really think you could sleep on 
Oregon State. Uh, I think that yeah. they could possibly have a, a decent run. They play Auburn, which is definitely going to be a tough matchup. And they should be able to get through Auburn, I think. But uh, Oregon State and Virginia Tech would be two of them that I would look at. And then uh, don't sleep on the Tar Heels either. I, I can't uh, believe that they almost lost to New Mexico State in the first game. But they got out Oregon of State, yeah, I actually, yeah, I, I, I was rooted for Oregon State. Uh, no, not um, New Mexico State to win that game. After the one guy threw like 128 pitches in eight innings. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of hoping that New Mexico would kind of pull off the upset there. So, Tim, do you, do you know these? I also had Vandy to win the regional. Do you know these guys? Do you know Charlie Earl? Yeah, that's my grandfather. He lives in Tennessee. Yeah, he says the Vols are well-rounded with big bats, great relief pitching. Go Vols. Yes. There you go. Yeah, they, they're, they're well-rounded everywhere. I uh, noticed you didn't mention Stanford as one of the teams that you think could potentially win the whole thing. Is there a reason? Yeah. Is it because they needed a miracle comeback to beat Texas State yesterday? Is there any reason why you're yeah. lying Stanford? I had Texas State. I had Texas State to win the region. Um, I had Texas State last night. They were up three to one going uh, at the end of uh, mid nine, yeah. and uh, that three to one lead lasted uh, three pitches. Yeah, and then they lost in the bottom of the ninth. Um, no, I'm just not as high on them. Um, they could they win it? Yeah. Um, I think that UConn may give them a little bit of problems. I think that game, that series goes three. Um, and then I think the winner of UNC and Arkansas gives them problems. Yeah. Um, but Stanford, they played in a conference that is not entirely the best. Good. They had a couple of opponents in like Oregon State and UCLA. But we saw what happened with UCLA. They didn't really do much. Um, Stanford, they, they could make a run. I'm just not as high on them as the other ones. I would say Arkansas is my remaining dark horse, but I don't even know if they count as a dark horse because of the pedigree of the program. But well, they're, they're not they're ranked. A, I, can, I would consider them a dark horse. They're a dark horse as far as the odds makers. You're getting 14 to one on them to win it all. And according to the odds makers, Tim, that should be the most competitive regional. As the Tar Heels are slightly favored, minus 120, minus 110. If you want to go for the Hogs, they're in Chapel Hill. Is that the one you're looking forward to the most, other than the obvious one, of course? Yeah, I mean, I think that series should be good. Um, I will be 100%. I didn't have North Carolina getting out of the region okay. um, to begin with. I, I, but also, when I picked my region winners, uh, I didn't pick any minus monies. Um, I took a bunch of dogs. Obviously, I went 3-11, and 11, so that didn't work out. But I had Georgia to win the region. Okay. Um, I thought that they would be able to put up a fight, and they did not. Um, but no, North Carolina should be able to... I think North Carolina wins that series, whether it's in two or three. I don't know. Um, Arkansas coming off of a big series against Oklahoma State. Luckily, all of these games start on either Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it kind of works out where they're actually going to be all the rest of their players. Um, if this was starting tomorrow, I would say UNC all the way. Right. Uh, with Arkansas playing Oklahoma State like four times yeah. and going playing like 14 hours against them. You mean oh, because they threw 4,000 pitches in the span of arms, yeah, like arms got to be hanging off. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, I, I think UNC has a shot. And the fact that it's in North Carolina definitely gives Tar Heels the advantage. I think that um, series is going three one way or another. Yes. I just see that being a war. But Bronco, Bronco Devil said he got ESPN Plus and love his, loving watching the uh, college – series you, you got you got to have espn plus man it's it's such oh, a 100 and you know we we it was worth the price of admission just so we could watch presbyterian play last year scott so you're not seeing well that paid for itself after a week oh easily yeah the, yeah espn plus is if you want to watch presbyterian schools like that uh you gotta have it gotta have it the only thing that could stop you from making money fading presbyterian or betting the over 
was the betting limits. Yes. That's yes. the only thing that could stop. That was it. That was it. I'm surprised they didn't cut me off for the rest of my account. But anyway, so you like North Carolina coming out of the Chapel Hill. And we mentioned Virginia Tech earlier. They are uh, they're at home there in Blacksburg as the Sooners come to town. They probably just should send their softball team. But uh, Oklahoma baseball team, not too shabby either, Tim. They are the dogs here at pl- plus 160. You're laying almost 2-1 to one to get Virginia Tech 195 to win that regional. Any upsets coming here since your dog record went uh, so I well? No, nah, I don't think so. No. I think Virginia Tech's the better team. Okay. Um, Oklahoma had a good regional. Um, they were able to take down Liberty that I thought had a shot to win it, uh, win that regional. I, that's the team I took. Um, they took down Florida twice, um, mm-hmm. so that was kind of impressive. But um, no, I don't think Oklahoma has a shot against Virginia Tech. Um, okay. VT was one of the better teams. They had a they had a rough ACC tournament, um, which I mean they're still number four team in the nation, so they're still fine there. But uh, Virginia Tech should be able to. Maybe that one's a two one, but I, I think Virginia Tech probably just sweeps. Okay, I think their their bats are just that good. Well, Virginia Tech was a similar story to I can't really say to exact the same thing as East Carolina, but didn't they get off to a pretty poor start as well? And then they yeah, ended up I, catching fire like midway towards the end of the season. Correct. I remember these, uh, actually East Carolina and Virginia play, uh, Tech played earlier in the year. Both of them were not ranked. VT uh, won 7-2. to And we're looking at them, oh, well, it's just a random Tuesday game. Little, little, little do we know, it's now the number four and the number eight team in the nation. So yeah. um, it's kind of crazy that that came down like that, but uh, no, VT is definitely a good team, um, and they did catch fire pretty much eh, about a third of the way through the year. Had a really good year, finished, what, 44-12, and 12, solid record there, uh, especially going through ACC, which is not an easy conference. I so, just remember no, being I, tempted. I, 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 I was going to say, I remember being tempted in the first game of the tournament, taking Wright State at like 4-1 to one against Virginia Tech, and they were winning. They actually were yep. winning for like one inning, and then it immediately fell apart, but – yeah, Virginia oh, yeah. Tech's offense is great. The pitching, I think, can be a little bit inconsistent for that team. So I think that will probably be their undoing as the rest of the tournament unfolds. But would it shock me if they end up making it to Omaha and then losing in realistically like the quarters of the semis? No. I, I just think that eventually the bullpen's going to give out and they're going to lose. That's a great That's a great story, by the way, Andrew, um, <laughs> about the Stanford Magic. Hey, Tommy brings something up since we have you here. Um, Tim, I know you're kind of a, a Rangers guy. Can you make, nope. the, can, oh, you're not, you're not, the, you're not the Rangers fan. Can no. you make, can you make a no, case? No, no, can no. you make a case for the Rangers tonight? Can you play devil's advocate and tell us why we should fade, uh, Tampa Bay? Uh, you want to donate your money? Fair enough. I, I, I'm on Tampa Bay tonight. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I'm not on the Rangers. We were on, uh, me and Nick were on the Rangers for the Penguin series. We were on the Canes for the other series. I thought the Kings. No, I'm, I'm on the. I'm on. I'm on Tampa. Okay. I think they win in six. Andrew likes the momentum of Stanford after their big comeback. So why would I lay off of them now? No way. Do you think momentum carries over with like four days off in between? You know, for <laughs> college, tell. some teams maybe for college kids, it's more likely than the pros. But it's still, you know, if you got to travel and everything, I don't know. Uh, but for the record, I think there's two reasons why you'd like the Rangers. One obviously is Igor. The second's the power play. Besides that, Tampa's better in every single area. So the question is, can Igor do enough when it comes to being out? For You know the Rangers are going to get outshot by 15-plus in pretty much every game moving forward. 
So if Igor can do enough, and if they if Tampa cannot stay out of the box, then I think Tampa's got a shot. But if Tampa plays relatively clean, and they only commit maybe one or two penalties in the entire game, it's going to be very tough for the Rangers to win. Yep, agreed. All right, let's get back to the uh, let's get back to the regionals here. We talked a little bit about it. Louisville plus one ten, A and M minus one forty. That's down there in College Station, in the nice, beautiful. Uh, Mid sixties temperatures of Southern Texas in the middle of the summer. So, it was a nice uh, win against TCU. It was. It was. Yes. Tim, we got an upset there. Cardinals. No, uh, I think Texas A&M is, is going to be a, is the solid team. Uh, right. They're the more rounded team, and Louisville almost lost to Michigan. Oh, sorry, they did lose to Michigan once, but they almost lost to Michigan the last game. They probably should have lost to Michigan yeah. in that second yeah. game. Let them let them back in, and then couldn't close the door. Well, you had the controversial and, call with and then, the, well, that the was, umpire. Yeah. yeah, that was brutal as well. Yeah, I saw highlights of it. I didn't see it live. We were we were in the other game. But, um, yeah, kind of a couple bad calls there. It happens. Uh, people could probably make the same argument from that Maryland-UConn game last night um, that the I was on the right call? side of. But, yeah. yeah, the interference call. That I was, was on UConn, so it worked. But, yeah. um, I, no, I think Texas A&M is just the better team. Um, they went 3-0 through the through the thing. They played Oral Roberts, which is no slouch. Um, they, I know they. There was a couple of games this year that I liked Oral Roberts, especially against in state or next two state games when they played either Oklahoma teams or Texas teams. TCU is no slouch, and uh, A&M beat them twice, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. So I, this is this is a spot that I, I just think A&M is the better team. Okay, that one's probably a 2-0. All right, heading to Corvallis. By the way, when Oral Roberts' parents named him, what names did they throw out first? That they, you know, what Oral's the best I've heard. Let's go. Let's go with that. I'm assuming they discarded a bunch of names. I can't even imagine how horrific those must have been. Anyway, m- m- moving to the moving to the Pacific Northwest, the Bees minus one fifty five. Like you said, Auburn no slouch in their own right. There you can catch them for plus one twenty five. Is this an upset spot here against a very good Oregon State team, Tim? Or, uh, Auburn was very impressive to watch in that in their regional. Uh, I mean, SE, uh, SELA, not really an option. Um, not, not really a, a difficult opponent. Uh, but they were able to take down Florida State massively, and they took down UCLA, and neither of those games were close. And those two teams were supposed to be close to Auburn. Right. Um, Oregon State's on a different level, I th- I feel. Um, and their win against Vandy yesterday kind of sealed that one for me. Um, I had Vandy to make it out. I mean, anytime I can get the runner-up from last year at plus 200 yeah. to come out of the regional, I would take it. Yeah. Um, but didn't work out. Um, Oregon State proved that. Although Vandy was, three, Vandy was missing a couple first. of arms this year. Yes, they were. They, they didn't have uh, Al Leader or uh, Camille Rocker from last year. Right. Uh, that absolutely crushed East Carolina in the uh, Supers. But uh, no, this is this is a spy. I think Oregon State's okay. a better team. Rachel, um, you got I'll anything for Auburn? I think Oregon State had the scare they needed in the first round. We know yep. they had that insane uh, series there against UCLA where you had about 90 runs and they had the insane comeback from UCLA there and that whole whatever. They lo- ended up losing the title game and then they seemed to – have some of that loss linger in the first game against New Mexico State. They got back on track. I think you can make a serious case that Oregon State is the second-best team in the country if you want to argue with somebody against Stanford. Yes. 
I think you can make that case. I think Oregon State's better than Stanford, in my opinion. I think it's really neck and neck, but I think it might go three. But in Corvallis, I'll take the Beavers. Tim, I'm assuming that's your brother that's running the Earl Sports Bets account. Yeah, he'll he'll be on the Earl Sports Bets. I'm always under my own thing. Uh, I'll let everybody read his comment on what the other option was for the for the. That Rob, was a freaking Family Guy joke. Come on, Nick. Uh, it's it's some funny shit though. And he also that, calls. Speaking of funny shit, you know, he, might have been American Dad. He calls for Auburn to uh, upset Oregon State in three games. That could happen. I yeah, think it I might go that. three, but I think Oregon State just has more talent from top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, deeper in there. Bronco Devil. I think that's entirely possible. Oregon State is no joke. He's no joke, man. That's absolutely true. Um, is not. It, it's a relief pitching week for Oregon State. Wants to know J.C. Stone. Been compared to previous uh, years, but I think it's good enough to hold. Compared to everybody else, I think it's fine. I think you you're. Be able to get him to I win. think you're pulling that out of your ass, Rachel. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you on that one. Well, no, because I've I've followed, and the fact that they ended up choking about a seven-run lead to UCLA in the uh, semifinals of the conference tournament isn't a good look for the bullpen. And recent years, Oregon State has tended to have one of the best bullpens in the entire nation. This year, I think they're good. It's just the fact that they've had a couple of moments in some games where they can blow decently sized leads that they normally would not blow. <laughs> All right. I've done more research than you think. This moment of bullshit brought to you by the good folks at Oral Roberts University. I've done more research. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Because even if the bullpen, even if the bullpen's uh, rough, I think their offense can provide enough. All right. Very good. Oh, you know I love you, Rochelle. All right. I know. I'm just saying. I actually did some deep diving for the actual tournament because I fell behind the entire year. And decided, you know what? It's going to be on ESPN all the time. Might as well learn about the teams. So Fair enough. All right, we're headed to Hattiesburg. Uh, Hattiesburg, named after the first uh, African-American Oscar winner, by the way, Hattie McDaniel. Is that Gettysburg's cousin? It's not. Lynchburg, Gettysburg. Uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Minus 135. The Golden Eagles of Southern Miss, plus 105. It's the Battle of Mississippi, Tim. Winner gets new teeth. How do you like this one? I like Ole Miss. Um, I know they're slight favorites. Oh, uh, Southern Miss is actually the ranked team, and they're hosting the regional. Right. But um, Ole Miss had a very impressive, um, had a very impressive regional to me. Uh, they were able to take out um, Arizona the first game. Uh, didn't wasn't really particularly close. Uh, they took out Miami, which was the number six team in the nation. And then Arizona ended up beating Miami, and they got Arizona again, and that game was not close. It was 22-6 to six where uh, Ole Miss was able to kind of make it through um, that one very easily. Uh, Southern Miss, they definitely had – sorry. They definitely had the uh, tougher schedule. Um, Army, eh, not really that difficult. Uh, but they had to play LSU twice and Kennesaw State once. Um and Kennesaw State was not a, not an easy team to, to go after either. Um, so Southern Miss definitely had the tougher schedule, but I think Old Miss is the better team. Okay. So I'll probably be taking Old Miss in those matchups. That's about a that's about a four hour and twenty minute drive there from Oxford down to Hattiesburg. I would imagine. Uh, what is that? I is that 50, 55, 57, whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's going to be some. Uh, there's going to be some drivers going south. I'm guessing for this regional, probably travel yep, pretty well. Yep. Ole Miss will travel. Yep. I'm leaning to the uh, I'm leaning to Southern Miss personally. It's pretty rare you find a team that's actually hosting the regional as a dog. 
So if you are looking for some plus money shots, I don't mind it. Ole Miss, probably the better team. I mean, I'm not going to dispute that, but I do think if you're going to be getting, well, a hosting team at plus money, I think there's worse ways to spend your money. Correct. Bronco Devil is uh, he's de- he's dead to you now, Tim. Is he like he likes the Longhorns? So horns down, baby. Horns down. Horns, horns down. down. Uh, and your brother says he is not confident in uh, Miss in Ole Miss, so he's going to take the uh, Southern Miss in three. I think if you're going to flip a coin, I'll take the home team. Okay. That's fair. Fair, fair enough. Fair. Yeah, at plus money. Yeah, I'll take it. And well, fi- you could argue that it's in-state, so it's not really that big of a home field advantage. Yeah, fair. Very true. Uh, yeah, it's not like uh, it's not like traveling from Auburn to Corvallis. But they know the dimensions. I mean, come on. <laughs> true, true. So the last one we're going to talk about up there in uh, in Stanford – in uh, Palo, is this the they, they call it the Stanford region? Why don't they call it the Palo Alto regional? Every, everything else, Can we just call it the tree region. Every name, everything else is that bothers me. Everything else is the city's regional. This is the Stanford regional, tree regional. Okay, yes, I like that's fine. Well, I mean, it is, it is in the city of what Stanford? No, so that would make it's in, sense. It's in Palo Alto. Stan- Palo Alto. Stanford, Stanford's in Palo Alto. I don't think they're. I don't know that they're. I don't. The think issue is the graphics people couldn't spell Palo Alto, so they had to just come up with. Stanford. I honestly don't think there is a Stanford, California. I really. I don't, don't. think there is either. Um, okay, so the Stanford Regional. Tim, the only question is: Is there value in Connecticut at plus two and a quarter? It's a hell. Of, it's a hell of a prize. Is there some? Is there some yeah, value? There's... More value than Notre uh, Dame. Uh, slightly. Okay. I think that UConn definitely has the better odds. Uh, the better chance of beating um, their their team than Northern Dame does. I was on UConn to win their regional, so I've been high on UConn. They're the Big East champions. They had a good year. They're a sneaky team. And this team has been to regionals, I think, like five out of the last six years or something like that. So they are experienced with this. Yeah. Um, this is the first time that they're making it to the Supers. Um, I feel like there is a little bit of value on UConn. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably be on them maybe game one. Um, and we'll really get to see the the difference in it. But I I feel like feel like it's going to be a very similar type series to um, Texas State and Stanford. I thought like I was high on Texas State. I was high on UConn. I think that UConn can definitely give problems to uh, Stanford. Um, so I think this one goes three. Um, uh, probably a, con- a contrarian look at it, but uh, I would lean towards UConn. That was actually going to be my question after, for you. I'm going after a dog. It's UConn. That's going to be my question for you. Uh, do you think UConn's a better team than Texas State, or do you think it's pretty much just dead even? Or do you think Texas State's better? I I think they're – It's close. I think it's about even. Yeah. Because um, yeah. uh, UConn had one additional win and one additional loss. I feel like the Sun Belt was probably a little bit tougher of a um, the conference to play in. Then the Big East. Big East is not really that mm. difficult of a conference. That's why UConn went 46 and 13. Um, but I think UConn's a scrappy bunch. I think they at least steal one from Stanford. Um, I don't know. They could possibly win the series. Um, not going to put that by them. But I think if I'm picking a dog from the entire thing, I think uh, UConn would be my pick. Excellent. Uh, Bronco Devils wants to remind me that John Elway went to Stanford. Oh, the. Uh... John Elway, that's the guy that was drafted by the Yankees and then uh, opened a bunch of car dealerships. Hell of a baseball player. I've heard of I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Congratulations, that's very nice. Um, 
Magellan backs me up, says Stanford is in Palo Alto. It's not fucking Stanford. So, so Tim, now we've uh, we've net, we've sussed out the super regionals. We've made it to Omaha. Where's the value, buddy? I know, and I know your brother's talking about ECU at plus thirty five hundred, and can only Connecticut is worse at plus forty five hundred. That, that and, number is pretty crazy to be unbiased. Like, well, it is because you're not coming out of as as a, as, a, as a difficult region. You would think they would at least be behind Notre Dame. You 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 would think they would at yeah. least be behind the team that had to that had to play the number one team in the country, right? Because they're actually a better yeah, seed than Texas. There, the Texas, the Texas ECU game is an eight nine. As far as yeah. as far as yeah. rankings go, so, I think that should be closer to twenty to one. Yeah, thirty five to one's a little bit crazy. Yeah, I think they should be in the in the in the Louisville, Oklahoma range at twenty two, twenty five to one. So right off the bat, again, no 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 homerism at here or no nod to homerism, but I think there's definite value on ECU at plus thirty five hundred. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that they're the eighth best team in the nation and they're the fifteenth best odds. No respect. That doesn't make sense. No respect I mean, at all. Uh, personally, from a homer perspective, I have a ticket for them to win the entire thing. I bet you got, got better than 35 to 1. At 100 to 1. Yeah, there you go. Yep. I got it at 100 to 1. Yeah, see that. For the eighth best team in the nation. That makes that makes no sense either. Play, hosting their own regional. Yeah. And super. And super as well. Right, right. Okay, very good. So, other than Eastern Carolina. Uh, cover your shirt there, Lenore. No, <laughs> Other than uh, Eastern Carolina, where's the value at, bud? I'm sure. I'm sure you're not. You don't want to get involved at Tennessee at three to two. At plus you should have four. taken them pre-tournament if you wanted Tennessee. Or they they were plus three fifty no, then, even, right? I believe so. Even if I bet futures, I'm not betting something like that. Um, if I'm betting futures, I want to get the best bang for my buck, okay. especially in baseball. So yeah, we talked. Baseball. We talked a little bit about Virginia Tech plus eight hundred. Yep. Oregon State plus nine hundred. If you had to, if you had to make a bet between one of those two based on who their ability to get out of the super regional and their ability to, to win once they get there, uh, Virginia Tech. Who do you, you like Virginia Tech better? Virginia Tech. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see ten to one on Oregon State. I don't mind that. If you wanted a long shot for me, which has a no chance of cashing, I like Arkansas yeah, as I a do. team. Now the pitching staff could have some issues, but. How they clamped down Oklahoma State in game three, which was a bit shocking. Total was 17. Right. They gave up what? I forgot what the score was at the last game. They won 7-3. They gave up three runs against one of the best offenses in the country after giving up about 90. I couldn't I couldn't help myself when it went to 18 and a half. I had to bet the under. That's fair. I just had That's to fair. I had to do I had it. Over. You had the over? I got 16 and a half. I had the over. Okay. I got a good number. It didn't work. But it didn't matter. Yeah. Right in the trash can. But I'm yep. I'm looking at Arkansas because I do think that was a series that kind of tested their resolve and they responded quite nicely. So Arkansas for a team that I think has a lot of talent, I'm aware that the spot they're in isn't exactly the most friendly uh, potential trip to Omaha. But 25 to one, you're going to give me the fourth highest odds of any team. Arkansas is significantly more talented than that. So you I got, think if you want to go for value, I think Arkansas has got an argument. You got twenty-five to one on Arkansas. I see twenty-five to one on Caesars. Oh, see, I got. I'm looking at DraftKings. I got fourteen. So there's. I got. I got no odds one. like that on any of my books yet. Yeah. You said fourteen though. I found twenty-five. Like yeah. you shop your lines, shop around people. Yes. I know we had, we we hadn't said it. We, I wish there was a company called Shop Your Lines because we could absolutely get them to sponsor us. My o- friends and I actually thought about making a site like that, but we got lazy and did not do it. But we thought of that idea. <laughs> Uh, David Good said Greenfield, North Carolina, not an amazing city, Tim. Not an amazing city. What, what, what's that about? 
That's, I don't think he's ever been. That's calling out that's, right there. He's calling him out back, saying he's never been. I, I don't think you've ever been here then. I have been you've there. You've probably never been to East Carolina. I have been there. I was uh, I, I, I was there for a uh, for a Christmas show and sold some stuff. And uh, Oh, nice. No, I was a... talking about the David Good place. To... Oh, he lived there. Oh, oh okay. Uh, oh, all right. So you were biased because you were paying local taxes and stuff. That's not fair. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You had all the negative experience, the non-touristy stuff. So does the chalk. be very nice to, you know, visit. Does the, the how does it usually go, Tim? As far as favorites winning the College World Series, do teams come from come from come from out of nowhere to get it done, or how does that usually go? If you're looking, if you're looking long shot, if you're looking chalk with Tennessee, what's the history tell us? Uh it really depends on the year because sometimes you'll get the favorite that comes out, or like last year is Mississippi State. I don't know if they were ranked. I don't think they were. Right. If they were, they weren't highly ranked. Vandy was uh, they beat Vandy, be which was fifth. Yeah. Vanderbilt um, they had the one-two punch with the pitchers, and they shit the bed. Yeah, they did nine nothing in the final game. Right. Um, I know a couple years ago, Coastal came out of nowhere and won the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, normally, you get a team probably from a big conference. Normally, it's SEC um, that comes out and wins it, or an SEC team at least makes the finals. Oregon State won so a couple if you're years take, ago, I think. Yeah. Um, but it really depends on the year. Um, it's always, it's college, it's college sports. It's always right. worth taking teams that are not the favorites. Cause never know. We could be coming back after next weekend and be like, wow, Northern Dame just swept Tennessee. Yeah. Right. I think it usually, I think usually it might be selective recall, but for the championship matchups, you tend to have one of the favorites or one of the short prices yep. in it. The question is if they're going to win. You might get one Cinderella story, but usually there's at least one team with, I'd say, bottom five odds that are in it. And the question is, can they actually hold serve and win the title? At least that's just what yeah. I can remember. Do you get the same uh, feeling about that, Stan? Yeah, I, I really do. I think I think that's a very good summation. You don't get two Cinderellas. You usually get one and the other team was like, oh, they're supposed to be or they're supposed to win. Right. And the question is whether yeah. they choke or not. Bronco Devil says, I, "I do like you guys admitting when you lose. I don't, I, I don't know what other option we have. I mean, I appreciate that. I, mean, I lose all the time. I know there's guys that don't, but yeah, I mean, everybody on this screen, you see us every day. So what are we gonna act like yesterday didn't happen? Mm-hmm. We're gonna, you know, fuck when you when you shit the bed, you just can't like move to the other bedroom. You got to clean it up, man. You got to talk about it. So I've never heard that analogy in my life, but we can work with <laughs> some that. of this shit. I do on my fly on the fly, buddy. Uh-huh. So, all right, very good, Tim." Yes. Hey, can we do this next week? I might even give you more than like an hour's worth of notice that I went to have you on the show. Can we uh, maybe recap what yeah. happened in the Supers and talk about the World Series? When does the World Series start? Is it is yeah. it does it start like on Thursday? Like a week from Thursday? Things like, like the fifteenth or something. Okay, all right. So that's like a week from tomorrow, basically. So a week from Wednesday. Something like that, yeah. Uh, okay, all right. Very solid. So we'll we'll have you on maybe next Tuesday again if it, if it works for your schedule. Uh, maybe not. Oh, you'll be in Disney. You'll be at Disney, won't you? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be in Florida. Actually, I won't work. All right. I'll just follow you on Twitter, and I'll see. I'll I'll see. I'll watch. I'll follow you on Twitter, and I'll see when all the pictures of you guys wearing mouse ears stop, and then I know you're available. So, all right. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for joining us, man. Twenty second. We'll be home. Okay. Fantastic. Have a blast down there. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time stopping by, man. Thanks. Take care, Timmy. Go go, go Pirates. Go Pirates, baby. We'll see you. I'm going to be rooting for the Pirates. Thirty-five to one. I'm. 
I can't pass it up, man. When I mentioned Arkansas, you mentioned the line disparity there. Yeah. And that's an auto bet just based on yes. the yes. the disparity. I think it is, too. You're basically getting doubled just by shopping. Your yeah, you're lines. getting 80% of in value. <laughs> yeah. And Arkansas is also, I know that they might be having a down year compared to last year because last year they were absolutely nuts. They but, washed, uh, they, but they washed out of the Supers. They didn't, they were. I was going to say, they got some of those guys back. It's not like they had a complete, you know, ground zero situation. And. Oklahoma State, they can't pitch, but they can score a lot of runs. Yeah, give dude. up three runs in a must-win game against them. I'm right. impressed. I told you I was. I told you I was down there when that was going on, and you, uh, the signs you saw everywhere, Omaha's, Omaha's. They were they yeah. were counting their chickens, and the chickens Didn't all fucking died. So, but I mean, you're gonna give me a team with that pedigree at 24. Yeah, sure, why not? All day or day. All right, buddy. Let's get to it. Let's find out. There's just one thing left to do. There's one thing left to talk about. You know what it is, kids. You've reached that time of the day where it's time to get out those overalls, strap them on, put on your straw hat, climb aboard your John Deere, get out the keys, fire that bad boy up. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is time to what? It's time to bet the farm. Oh, look at that. Look at that. He's got his hat back, everybody. I'm back. All is right with the world. Well, Scott, after a uh, a modest winning streak, the Boston Red Sox let us down yesterday. They did absolutely nada. They did just enough to win, but not nearly as much damage as we anticipated against Syndergaard. So we've uh, we've uh, got out our uh, our bullets. We've loaded back up, and we're ready to fire one more time. Now we've got. This is kind of going to be a weird day um, because. When we started it, we didn't know the pitcher. We had an idea who the pitcher was, but now we know the pitcher. So, we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna expand on what you see here a little bit. But Scott, go I, ahead. I threw, a pr- I threw a price in on the sheet, so if you want to read that off. Okay. Uh, very good. All right. Let's find out what we've got as far as bet the farm, and I'll see if it's I'll see if it matches up with the same number that I had. Uh, yep, yep. That's exactly what I saw as well. So it is going cool. to be. The New York baseball Yankees on the run line, minus one and a half. That's plus 100 at Caesars. Yankees have been playing very good baseball. They have won each of their last six games, and they do have the best record in the majors. I had that written down. Did you do, Did you erase that? I didn't touch anything. Um, oh, there it is. I put it, I put it, up, I put it up on there. Uh, 39-15 and 15 on the season is the Yankees' record. Uh, they have won 16 of their first 24 road games. That's a road winning percentage of 667 to you and me. And the Twins, not playing good ball right now. They have lost four of their last six. And Jamison Tyone is going for New York. His last three starts have been outstanding 23 innings pitched and two earned runs for. There's two runs. Earned uh, runs, regular runs, doesn't I'm matter. I'm sorry, two runs. My bad. Uh, the Minnesota Twins will be going with the youngster Cole Sands. Cole Sands has made three appearances this season, just one start, and they have not gone well, let's just say. He gave up four earned in four innings against the Detroit uh, Tigers. ERA on the season, 7-8-8, with a, uh, a whip of about 1.3. So not a good pitcher. And the Yankees are poised to do some damage, and that's why we like this play on the run line. Yankees are at home, correct, Scott? Uh, no, they are not. 
Yankees are on the road, so they are guaranteed the nine at-bats. Even better. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's why the price is not more than it is. So Yankees, run line, plus 100. That's going to do it for the farm. Any final thoughts, Scott? Not really. Uh, Yankees have also dominated the head-to-head. They are 69-22 and 22 in the last 91 meetings, and the Yankees are 38-17 and 17 in the last 55 meetings in Minnesota. If you follow the Yankees or the Twins, you know the Yankees dominate this team every year. I expect a similar story in this spot. He goes back to the Metropolitan Stadium. All right, guys, that's it for the farm. That's it for the show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, we are so available. We are also available in podcast form. If you're on the go, check us out at all of your favorite podcast distributors. Special thanks to uh, Mr. Tim Earl as he stopped by to lend his expert opinions on the College World Series Super Regionals. Don't forget to check out Tim and Nick and Detroit Lenny every day at 5 p.m. right here on the network. So with that being said, Tuesday's in the cans, guys. Thanks very much for stopping by. We appreciate it, each and every one of you. Don't forget to check us out. We do this every single day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I and whoever we have on are here with one goal in mind, and that's to help you in that journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.